I gave this hustle everything I got Always kept it real from the very start Niggas ain't thorough like I always thought Damn, the game left me with a heavy heart The streets left me with a heavy heart Niggas said they with you when they really not Niggas plot on everything you got The streets left me with a heavy heart Uh, my heart heavy, my soul cleaner When shorty got a big head, I was like, ho Gina, ho Gina Yo, what's going on? This is DJ Brainstorm from the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. I'm sitting here right now. I'm just going to record something. I'm going to pretty much speak from the heart and just say how I feel um, about a multitude of different things. Um, And then we'll go from there. Um, As everybody probably can know or knows or has seen, Especially if you follow our our Facebook live feed, you know, where we bring the show to you every single Sunday or we have been doing it every single Sunday for well over a year. Um, you know that it's been turmoil within the um, DMST group. Um, I'm literally coming to y'all live right now and um, I really don't even know what I'm going to say. I'll be 100% honest, Um, over the past couple of weeks, I've actually probably recorded somewhere between, anywhere between six to eight different things at different points in time, um, based on what I'm feeling, based off of um, reactions to things I've seen, or things that's been said or um, directed towards me, and I've, um, I've, I've actually refrained from dropping a lot of those were shit. I've actually refrained from dropping all of them, obviously, at this point. But I'm going to record now. It won't be my last recording. There's no way in hell this is going to be my last recording. None whatsoever. Um, but after having multiple conversations with people and... um even one a day with some people, some, you know, some good people, some good friends. Um, I've decided to just record something because as somebody really still pointed out to me today, um, at the end of the day, I'm still a podcaster. Like I still get on this microphone and I still record stuff. We've done it as a group for over a year. And so there's no reason why I can't sit here and not do the same right now. Um, so once again, there there has been um, disagreements within DMST. I would have preferred personally if the disagreements within, DM, within DMST would have stayed within us. Um, but... Obviously, we've uh, had a member of the team that last week decided to go live from the DMST page and do a show from the DMST page. And we also have a member that decided to go live today from the DMST page and uh, do another show. And basically all that pretty much signals to me is the fact that it is what it is. Um, I just hung up but one of the people that probably mean the most in the world to me right now just hung up and um, I flat out told her like, yo, no matter what happens in this situation, I'm the one that loses. And what I mean by that is um, there's nothing I really can do. Um, I, I've had people, you know, texting my phone today and I've had people reach out to me and, and say, Yo, that's wrong that, you know, that he's going live and and doing a show and calling the DMST and y'all not there or whatever, or basically taking a name over and um, you got no say in it, you know, and the fact is that the show was built on the back of three people, not one, three. I've never sat and tried to make it seem like this was my show. I kind of really don't roll that way. Um, I'm not built that way to make it sound like it was it was my show. 
it was our show. We've the three of us have done some some really good things over the course of the last year and a half plus that I'm really, really proud of. You know, when I sit and I look back on the growth of our show from where we started, from sitting and, you know, trying to record through, you know, my DJ setup and not even having like a real mixing board or something like that or whatever and and not even having mic stands or anything like that and and, and just the humble beginnings that we came from to um, what we built our show to be to being, I think, the last time we put out a regular DMST show, I think we were either at 66 or 67 shows. I'm really ultimately proud of, of what was created, especially since a lot of this was created off the fact that this is not meant to brag or anything like that, but especially because this was created because of the fact that I was just sitting at work one day listening to podcasts. I had never really thought about podcasting and and what it means or what it's going to be or anything like that. But somehow, someway, I kind of just fell into one one day, um, the brilliant idiots, and I loved it. It was funny. Um, I was so thrown off by the fact that motherfuckers was cussing and nobody was saying anything. Like, really, that's the thing that just drew me in. And I immediately, um, after I listened to a party about three of their shows, three or four of their shows over the course of a day or two, um, just literally hit Google and just hit black podcast. And I came across the one show, the black guy who tips. Um, and I came across a few others, but as I started listening to a lot of shows more and more, I came across this one show in Indy that was called, uh, ignorant philosophy. And I started listening to them and I just, I literally at that point, as I listened to a few of their shows and I was following them for a little while, I was just like, no, actually I take that back. I didn't come across them at first. I take that back. Let me, let me circle back. I um, was still on brilliant idiots. And I was just like, yo, I remember thinking to myself like, yo, we can do this. Like podcasting looks like it's fun as fuck. I got equipment. We, we should be able to do something like this. I, you know, I can do a podcast. First person in my mind that I thought about was Paco. I can't even lie. First person I thought about was Paco. And the reason that I thought about him was because of the fact that even with the little bit, the little bit I knew about podcasts, I knew Paco would pretty much be good at it. I, I really knew that. And that's why I reached out to him first. Because I was like, all right, if, if you're going to do a show, you got to have a very good and strong personality on the show. So I did reach out to Paco first and we did record the first show at his house. Which was funny, but who knows where that show is these days. And as I've told this story before on our show, we didn't record anything after that for a while. Um, Again, he had a real bad year. Um, personal shit that was going on in his life and we never recorded again after that and then it, towards the end of that year that's when I came across Ignorant Philosophy out of Indianapolis and I was listening to them and I just got I got that bug again I got that itch again where it was like these was people that was literally just like us just friends that got together and turned the microphone on and they recorded and the shit was dope the shit was funny and I got that whole little itch again. It was just like, yo, you can do this. Like, we can do this. You know, I didn't know where Paco's head was at the time. So at that point, I actually reached out to, um, I think I did reach out to him again, but it kind of didn't go anywhere. But at some point, I actually reached out to Playboy. And me and Playboy recorded a show um, that I still have on my computer somewhere. Sounds like shit, but I still have it. And... I remember I sent it to Paco like, yo, check this out. I still want to do this podcast thing. Check this out. You know, I still want you to get down with it. So after that, he was back on it and 
at one point me and him did another show separately which i still have on my computer too i still it's our first podcast that one sounds like shit too um but the whole idea of the whole matter is the fact that i called two people because of the fact that this shit has never been about me it's never been about the fact that brainstorm feels like he can do this. and Well, actually, I'll take that back because I'm not going to sell myself short. I'm, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. I'm that fucking good. I don't give a fuck who says what. I'm that fucking good. If I put my mind to it, I'm always going to make it happen. Period. But when it came to this podcast thing, I was smart enough to sit there and surround myself with people who I felt would be good for a show. For the greater good of the show. It wasn't about me and being like, okay... You know, you can do this. It wasn't about me sitting down and doing something solo or anything like that. I wanted to surround myself with people who I thought would be good at it and to give us the best chance of succeeding. And that's why I called the people that I did call and the people that, you know, ultimately turned into this show. Uh, none of us have any claim on this name, Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. We did our first shows um, where we put out shows where we didn't even have a name. Or actually, we, hell, we recorded shows that we didn't even drop. Didn't even have a name, and we were just sending them to people like, "Yo, check this out. You know, let us know what to think or whatever." And people were hitting us up like, "Well, what's going on? Y'all got to have a name. You know, y'all got to this and that and the third or whatever." I don't know who ultimately came up with drunk mind sober thoughts. It was actually one of those two people. I won't even take the credit for that because it wasn't me. It was either I. I honestly think it was Playboy. Um, I could be wrong, but it was one of those two. They actually came up with the name ultimately drunk mind sober thoughts. Threw it in a group chat, and it was like, "Yo." As soon as it came out, it was just like, yo, yeah, that's it. Um, and it was boring. And that was the show. You know, we did a celebration 20 shows in, which we didn't have to do. It was an odd number. People said, like, well, why, why wouldn't y'all wait for 25 or something like that or whatever? It didn't matter to us. For us, it was a big deal. I actually listened back to it today. For us, it was a big deal, a big deal to even get to 20. Uh, because we had so much inconsistency in the beginning. You know, uh, this is the north. You know, this is the Midwest. we right off the lake. You know, it was winter when we started recording this show, trying to do it regularly. Weather's bad. People got personal stuff going on. People got kids that they got to get home and things like that or whatever. There was inconsistencies in the beginning. But once we started, we started and, and we, we really started going in. And I, and again, listening back to that 20th episode today, I mean, it was said on the show, like, like, yo, I can't even remember the last time we missed the show. And then I remember yeah, I listened back to our 35th show today where we kind of were just talking about the same thing. We kind of gave more of a background of how things got started on our 35th show. And we all were saying the same thing about how from all our inconsistencies and things like that from the beginning, we were at 35 for us. Those were accomplishments for me personally. Those were accomplishments because who knew we would have got that far. We literally started this show not knowing who was going to listen, not knowing who was going to tune in. I mean, we started this show and we were just sending it to our friends trying to get our friends to listen. And truth be told, not all of them were even listening, but we kept pushing and we kept, you know, doing what we were going to do. And then lo and behold, we was 50 shows in and we were in Vegas. And we had people coming from other shows out there to kick it with us to help celebrate the fact that we were on 50 shows. Shout out to the Knights, man. Uh, them dudes have been brothers of ours for a long time on this whole podcast journey. Um, I've had a couple of conversations with them over the past couple of weeks. Um, but again, shout out to them. Um, they've been real and thorough from the very start. Um, I personally appreciate that. It's not about me being um, about me or anything like that. But I personally appreciate that. You know, when people are, are thorough from the beginning and uh, show love from the beginning. And I wish that uh, as a group, we would have got out there to kick it with y'all. Um, solo, I can probably hop in a car and come, you know, sit down and do a show with y'all and everything, but that's all for the future. Um, but continuing on, 
yeah, there were there was kind of, I guess I would say animosity in the air a couple of weeks back when, you know, when um, we had people in from out of town. I'm going to keep it 100. Um, I appreciate everybody that came in. I appreciate Ave. I appreciate BJ, um, especially because of the fact that I didn't know BJ was coming. I didn't know Takenya was coming. Uh, it was great to meet those two. But at the end of the day, I thought that Sunday was going to be, um, I thought Penrose was going to be in that Sunday, but it turned out he couldn't make it. Uh, and outside of that, I thought it was only going to be, or we thought from what was explained to us, it was only going to be Ave and and Danny uh, from Danny and Cleo's show. But we had a few more people and it was cool. It was all love. It's, it was great. And I appreciate everybody for being there. But to keep it 100 I think that ultimately it was cool that everybody was there and people we were able to get people to sit down on our show. But I know Avery is, is on a different venture and I wish her a lot of success with that. And I know that um, she was coming into town too because she wanted to record with Paco, uh, which is a good thing for her. And I think ultimately what it came down to was the fact that you kind of can't come to Cleveland and uh, and you can't sit down or, or can't not sit down with us and record a show, which was cool. It was good seeing everybody. I hadn't, you know, hadn't seen Ave and BJ since we were in Columbus for that mashup. And it was cool to finally meet Danny and it was cool to meet to Kenya, too. But again, there was um, animosity in the air. Anybody that watched that show on the feed or anybody that um, listened to that show, y'all know that about, I guess, about the 45 to 50 minute mark or whatever. Um, Playboy pretty much dipped on the show. Um, I know why. Paco knows why. Playboy knows why. Um, But also in that show, Paco gets up from the table and he leaves and he goes out and they, I guess, from what I've been told, aired some shit out in the hallway and this and that. Um, while the show was still going on. At the end of the day, I'm guessing from how everything has tuned out or, or turned out that they've hashed their shit out. Um, even though it was a show issue, they've hashed their shit out. Um Paco really I mean Paco I guess apologized for how he handled Stuff that had been going on. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. And um, they hashed theirs out. Um, but on the other side of things, me and Paco haven't hashed anything out. Not for the sake of that I don't know why the issue was there in the beginning. But just in a sense of, I guess it's just me. In a sense. I guess it's just me because. I'm a proud person. I, I'll admit that. So I guess it's just me. So I guess because um, I wouldn't pick up the phone and call Paco and 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 say why I was upset. I'm guessing that's the reason why he doesn't respect me at this point. Uh, I'm guessing for him, from things I've heard great through the grapevine here and there, I'm guessing that at some point, or ultimately what it is is he respects Playboy because according to him, Playboy told him what was on his mind or whatever. Never mind the fact that Playboy got up and walked out in the middle of a show. Um, and I'm not saying that to slight Playboy or anything like that because I knew why he was upset. Um, and actually tried to gloss it over on the show. He had to go to work. He was working nights and I, I put that out there or whatever trying to save the facade of of what was going on at the time or whatever but i guess ultimately what it is is that he respects playboy for the fact that playboy sat there and said what's what was on his mind and i guess ultimately i can get with that but the reason why i haven't really even said what was on my mind or picked up my phone and called paco was whatever because and i'm probably wrong with that it's because of the fact that I don't feel I fucking have to. If you found it in yourself to admit to somebody, we're a three-person show. And if you found it to yourself to admit to to one person on the show that 
whatever he was mad about that you assume the both of us were mad about, which you're absolutely right about. If you find it in yourself to apologize to that man and say, yeah, I was wrong. I handled this wrong. I was doing this wrong. But ultimately, you can't find it in yourself to come to me and say, yo, me and Playboy got into it or we had words about this or whatever. You may be feeling the same way. Let me explain this to you or whatever. If you couldn't do that. I'm kind of lost. Right now, our show is what it is, and I'm guessing our pretty our show is pretty much as what DMST was was constituted in the beginning. I'm guessing it's pretty much done because I watched a video feed last week of from our from our not mine from our DMST page where where. You know, it was pretty much said, though, yeah, me and Playboy, we talk, we have an understanding, you know, but I haven't heard from Brainstorm and, and it's and it's been animosity towards Brainstorm or whatever. But Brainstorm hasn't done nothing wrong. Even when we were doing that show last week. I sat there and I was professional throughout the whole shit. I smoothed. I tried to smooth shit over as much as I could. I kept going with the show. You know, we could have not even done the show. Let's be 100% honest. Playboy wasn't even going to show up for the show. We had multiple conversations on that Sunday. He wasn't even going to show up for the show. I didn't know. I mean, I literally I had one of my homegirls come in and take photos and everything because I'm like, oh, it's going to be a lot of people in town. That I just want to capture the moment. And I had a homegirl come through. And it wasn't even until she got here that I was really hitting Playboy like, yo, you know, my homegirl is here for the pictures or whatever. You should still come through. Um, so I didn't even know he was going to be there. Um, but I guess I guess ultimately at the end of the day, I'm being. I guess you can kind of say penalized for the fact that I just tried to be professional. I I, I want to keep the the shit that was going on separate and still do a good show because I didn't want to disrespect the people that were in town. If you drove a long way to come here. Regardless of why you were here, if you were still here and you were sitting down with us or you were in the house with us. Then you I I owe you that respect of doing a decent show. But I guess ultimately, again, at the end of the day, because I haven't picked up the phone and I haven't called Paco to say, well, this is why I was upset with you, even though he knows why the both of us were upset with him I guess in that sense I'm being penalized so what's happening right now or what you're seeing right now is is, is the byproduct of all of this where Paco's just going live from our um, from our DMST feed on Facebook and he's doing his show um, and he's doing his show and he's calling it DMST I don't know what's going to happen ultimately um I haven't talked to him in two weeks. I really haven't two weeks plus. Uh, well, actually, today's Sunday, so I'll call it two weeks. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Playboy, in all honesty. Um, if Playboy wants to go sit down with him and continue doing what Paco's doing, then he's a grown man. He also can do that also. You know, I talked to um, you know some of our friends today, and they were just like, you know, at some point, you're probably just going to be the bigger person and just pick up the phone. And um, and reach out and just call to smooth this shit over, which is probably true. But I'm also looking at things like why, 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 why should I have to? Um, if y'all want to call me arrogant for that, then y'all can. Um, I'm not recording this because I expect people's sympathy. I'm not recording this because. You know, I expect people to reach out to me, but well, you're you're right, and he's wrong. I, I don't really care about none of that. Um, I'm recording this mainly because of the fact that nobody knows what's going on on my side of things. Um, but that man has a a lot of connects in our podcast world. He's cool with a lot of people in our podcast in our podcast circle that I'm not cool with. Not that I don't like him or anything like that, but he has a a way better relationship. Like I don't sit on the phone and have conversations with people and things like that. Um, so I don't know what's being said about me behind my back. 
Um, so that's what that comes down to as far as me sitting here doing this right now. My honest opinion, I just think it's fucked up that um, that three people have been putting in work for a year and a half plus. Three people have been putting in work. Um, and I'll say this, and I don't give a shit how you take it, that the idea of doing a podcast that came from me, I don't give a shit about where we recorded the first one at, or I don't give a shit about nothing, but the idea about, hey, we can do a podcast, let's make this work, that came from me to calling people and be like, yo, let's try to make this happen, how that's going out the window. You know, I just told somebody on the phone, that no matter what happens with all of this, you know, even when I re- when I record this and when I drop this tomorrow, no matter happens what happens with all this, I I lose because I can record this tomorrow and people are gonna look at it. I mean, I can, I can record this and I can drop it tomorrow and people are gonna look at it and they're gonna say, "Oh, it's all about him." Oh yeah, I see why you did this and you know whatever, and it's just gonna be brushed off. Uh, all right, and and it's gonna be like, all right. Well, I see where you're coming from. Or it's going to be the other side of I can put this out and people can take it for what it is. But no matter what, the show continues. Uh, DMS, DMST continues, you know, from him. And he continues to build off of what the three of us have built. You know, when the Lords broke up, I respected Penrose and, and BJ because of the fact that You know, when they broke up, they didn't sit there and say, okay, well, the ground lords are still going. We're going to do the show. Fuck the mother niggas. We done. We're going to keep recording. They went out and built something totally different. When, the, you know, let's hell, when the podcast brothers broke up, neither one of them sat there and said, well, I'm just going to keep this name. We're going to keep doing this show and whatever else. No, people went out there and built something on their own. You know, so even when the podcast queens had their issues or whatever, you didn't see one of them trying to still record a show and like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep this name and I'm going to keep doing this and that or whatever. Three people have worked hard. Again, when we did that show a couple of weeks ago, that was either show 66 or 67. The only two people that's been on every single episode has been me and Playboy, beginning to end. That shit is, it's, it's fault as fuck. I, I, there's no other way to say it. The shit is fault as fuck. The shit is lame and the shit is weak. If you feel like that you supposedly in your mind is are you're being shut out or or the show is as we know it is ended because of me, then go out there and build your own show and build your own brand. We've all brought ideas to the table. We've all brought guests to the table. We've done a lot of stuff. So to sit here and try to capitalize off of what the three of us have built, that shit is fault as fuck to anybody that's doing this show. To anybody that's doing podcasting, y'all know how hard it is. Y'all know the work that we put in. You know, I just did a show with D Murph last Saturday with King K and with Q called Three's the Crowd. You know, we talked about the whole process of like even editing shows and things like that or whatever. And it's like people have put in a lot of work. I know for a fucking fact that between our shows and between our shorts, that's 70 plus shows and there's only one person that sat there and had to listen back to shows and had to edit stuff and made it sound cool and try to clean it up and everything and that's me that's a lot of fucking time that's a lot of fucking hours that's taken away from my personal life so when everybody comes over here on a Sunday and they record a show and then you go home and you're chilling or whatever I'm the one still sitting there on the Monday I'm the one that still got to tell my girl no I can't link up with you right now you know I gotta go I gotta sit here and do this show or even if you come over here, it's like, okay, well, you can come over, but I still got to do two to three hours of work because I got to edit the show and I got to get it ready because it's got to be up and ready to go tomorrow morning or whatever. Like, that's a lot of fucking time. I resent the fact that I can look at a video and I can see somebody sitting there talking about the fact of, oh, it's, or it's, it's are, are you, I don't know what it is. I mean, are you jealous? Are you this and that or whatever? No, I'm not fucking jealous. How the fuck am I jealous? I did a show or we did a show where I had an idea and the first person I called was you. And the reason I called you first was because of the fact that I knew that you would be good at this shit. 
period. I knew that you would be better than me at this whole thing. And I knew that we needed your type of personality on the show. So please tell me how I am jealous of you for doing what I needed you and what I thought that you would do. I don't get it. I I really don't get it. You know, again, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to wind up recording with who. But even as recently as Monday of this past week, you know, Playboy um, sends out a text. You know, we are on the phone. He's like, yo, I'm, I'm kind of done with this. He's like, yo, we just all got to kind of pull together. You know, I'm about to send a, a text to the group chat, you know, whatever, and, and just say, yo, we all got to come together. We all got to talk. And what she did, and I got back to work doing what I was doing. And then I get a call from Playboy about, I guess, about a quarter to 12, you know, maybe 10 minutes to 12, something like that or whatever, close to midnight. And he's just like, yo, have you seen the text or, or the message? I'm like, no, I haven't. I've been working. What's going on? Well, you ain't going to like the text. Or you ain't going to like the message is what he said. And I'm like, why? He's like, well, yeah, this nigga said some disrespectful shit towards you. So I'm like, all right, well, let me hang up the phone. Let me go check it out or whatever. And I did. And the shit was completely disrespectful. I won't go into too much. Um, but I will say this. There's only so many bitches, fag shit, gay shit, bitch shit, and all that shit that you're going to call me before I react. So if you wanted me to react before that, before that message that you sent, I'm not going to react now. I'm not going to reach out to you now. It's not going to happen. I'm a grown ass motherfucking man. If you want to sit there in a text message and question if I'm a man in a text message I honestly think that's the weakest shit in the world. So my only response to that right now is if you felt like a man by texting that shit towards me, saying that shit towards me, calling me all types of bitches and gays and fag or whatever, or say that's how I'm acting. If you want to question if I'm a man, my only response is this. I would wholeheartedly wholeheartedly tell you to unzip your skinny jeans put your hand in your pants find your set and once you find them then pick up the phone to call me or show up on my door and then we can talk about it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it on the show i'm not gonna play it out in public like you would want us to do i want you to go find your set and I want you to then come to me. And that's all I got to say about that. Now, ultimately, I don't know where the show is going. Um, I guess at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's Paco's show. You know, we had conversations, I guess a month plus back, me and Playboy. Um, after we had a show here and we had conversations here, Playboy called me on a Monday. Out the blue. Because we got a message out the blue from Paco that said, well, I found out why, you know, people from our podcast group don't really fuck with us no more. They think that we are arrogant and it goes back to Playboy's short that he did earlier this year. I would tell all of y'all before I shut all this shit down, I would tell all y'all to go back to Playboy's short back in December or early January. Playboy recorded about a good 15 minutes of just talking. A lot of most of it was personal. Um, He actually ended the short talking about black men and how we need to, you know, get our health together and things like that. Because he was talking about some personal health issues he was going on, going on with him. Um, There was probably about a minute and 15 second segment where. He kind of went off on just a little tangent of just saying that, okay, I love our show. I think we're the best. If you're not rolling with us or or if you got anything towards us or whatever, then we're, we're com- I think his exact words were coming for next this year or whatever in 2017. I didn't really take that to be a, a slight towards anybody personally, uh, maybe because I was in the show or on the show. Maybe that's why. Um, but I didn't take that one minute and 15 second little snippet of that whole 15 minutes to seem like 
we as a show are arrogant. But according to Paco, that's what he claims, quote unquote, claims he was told by people. Um, We've always had love for all the shows that's been out there. We show love to everybody. Uh, Maybe not the same what everybody else does. We don't do a rundown on shows and tell everybody because y'all know as much as this group has grown, we would it's a segment in itself to shout out everybody that we listen to. But we do listen to shows. That's why we mention it at different points. Um, um, you know, we'll have a little joke here and there about somebody or whatever somebody said or whatever. We do that all the time. Um, I, I respect everybody that's doing this podcast thing. I, and, and if anybody felt like we, I guess as a show, I guess if anybody felt like we were being arrogant, then I guess I can apologize. Um, cause it's not that we were trying to come off arrogant. We like our show. We've always liked our show. We literally started from nothing. Literally from nothing. Holding stands. I mean, holding mics, you know, trying to figure out how to get it out there. Trying to figure out how to how to put the show out there and it sounds good. Like nobody, like I'm I'm not a producer. I'm not one of those people that, that knew how to do all this stuff from shows and make it sound good or whatever. Like figuring this out, you know, and. I actually used to get upset about it when people would make comments about how it didn't sound that great or whatever, even to Paco, even to when we were in Columbus last year. You know, we had we got into it on that first night we were there on that Friday night. Um, But we did like we usually always do. We hashed it out on the table. Uh, But I told him like 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 people are coming at me like 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 I'm just or people think that everything is supposed to be perfect. And we we're all learning this on the fly as we go the three of us everything we're doing we're throwing ideas out there we're figuring stuff out as we go um but i won't lie i sat there on that saturday night when i met the queens and we was all we all hit the club you know we did our shows we did the game during the day um we was drinking we did the shows we was drinking we all got you know chilled had food went out to the club that night went to the after uh, well not even after so we went to the waffle house after the club we was all sitting there eating or whatever and i won't even lie and I told them some of the shit that was bothering me. And I shouldn't have done that because I, I should have kept it in-house. But I owned it because when they told Paco and he told me about it, I couldn't do nothing but own it. And saying, yeah, I shouldn't have said it. Now, I don't, I didn't say anything that wasn't already said at their table on that Friday night, the night before. But I still shouldn't have said it. I'll own that. So for that, I got to, I mean, I apologize about that. But, yeah, you know, that's, that's. One of my missteps when it comes to the show. But I'm passionate about this shit. I've been passionate about this shit. You cannot help but be passionate about something that takes up so much of your time that you don't even get paid for. Like you can't help but be passionate about something like that. I wasn't sitting there saying, okay, well, we can make this happen and we can and we can do a podcast and not be passionate about it. If you're not passionate about it, then you, you, why are you fucking doing it? But ultimately for me, the shit that hurts the most is that I'm, I can sit here and watch somebody sitting here doing a fucking show and trying to call that shit DMST when we've sat here around this table in my place and even on the show. And we've all sat there and said, man, fuck this show, you know, to a certain extent where, you know, it's like this show ain't going to come between friendship and this and that or whatever. And now guess what the fuck this shit is doing? Because I got to sit here and watch a grown-ass motherfucking man sit there on the video and be like, oh, well, I've called and I've this and I've that or whatever. Like, motherfucker, you've talked to Playboy multiple times in two weeks. You really mean to tell me that that you could not get a hold of me? Like, you really want to make it be known that I'm sitting at home and you're calling me and I'm sitting here like a, you know, like a little punk seeing your number come up and I'm just hitting ignore or I'm not answering your call. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. I said it earlier and I said it again. My number ain't changed. My number been the same since 2002. My address ain't changed. We record here every Sunday. I'm 57145. If you really got a fucking issue, you can pull up on me and we can handle that shit flat the fuck out. No cameras, no microphones, no nothing. We can handle that shit. Or pick up the fucking phone and actually call. How the fuck is Penrose in? You can you can coordinate a whole show with a motherfucker that don't even live here out of town. You put more in, you've put more energy into coordinating shows with motherfuckers that don't live here. Then you've put into just actually picking up the phone and calling the motherfucker. But again, as I told my friend, on, as I said on the phone earlier, 
I'm in a lose-lose situation because it's I either kind of man up and just say, all right, fuck it, and call, and I guess ask, I guess kind of crawl back and say, well, why are you mad at me? Or why are, why are you saying this about me? Or this? I guess that's what I have to do to save the show. And if I don't do that, it's going to it's, it's going to be the opposite of well, you're going to do the show and you're going to call it DMST. Lose lose. So I don't know. Last thing, you know, he was upset because I changed passwords to stuff. Um, I'll tell everybody I changed the passwords to like our SoundCloud and stuff like that. I did. And I'll tell you why. I changed them because, again, we already had the shit that happened two weeks ago when everybody was here. So we go through a whole week when, where obviously it seems like nobody's talking except for Playboy and, and Paco. Like, Paco, I mean, Playboy is the only number that Paco still knows. Um, So... Sunday rolls around and I mean I get a call from Playboy and it's and it's the same thing I've been going through all week you know he, Paco like yo have you talked to Brainstorm you know what's happening with the show whatever whatever but he caught so he texts Playboy on a Sunday and say last Sunday and say well I'm going live you know um, show going on I got I'm going live um, show still going to drop on Tuesday you're more than welcome to come. Personally, I'm looking at it as I don't know how you ask, how you invite somebody whose show it is also. I don't know how you invite them to sit down on their own show, but he found a way to do that, number one. And then number two, again, that's the only person he reached out to to say, hey, well, I'm going live. I'm I'm doing the show. So he did what he did last Sunday. And. Day continues, and I, you know, I talked to a multitude of people last Sunday evening, and uh, it had to be after midnight last Sunday evening. You know, I I signed up to IG just just to look, you know, because I haven't been in IG for a long time, and um, well, at least that day I hadn't been in a while. And y'all know how IG is, you know, you they they show stuff. It ain't always in order. Sometimes you can see stuff that's a day later. But I I I'm looking scrolling through my IG, and I see that he's pulled up outside a Guitar Center, which is a it's a, um, you know, electronic store like your Best Buy or whatever. Y'all may have them in y'all cities. But he made a point to pull up at, at Guitar Center, which, by the way, is probably maybe a mile up the road from where I live. Maybe not even a mile. But you made it a point to ride all the way out here to Guitar Center and to take a picture out outside of Guitar Center to put it on IG and say, got to keep working. The only way you can take that is the fact that, well, you look like a person that's going into Guitar Center to buy stuff to do a show on your own. And as you told Playboy in a text message, well, I'm still doing a show and I'm still going to put it out. So it was at that point when I saw that at about 12, 1230, you know, midnight or whatever it was. It was at that point that I decided to change passwords to like the SoundCloud and stuff like that. And now the biggest reason I did that, and I could be petty with that, and if it is, I own it. But the biggest reason that I did that was because of the fact that I don't own the name. None of us own the name Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts, which is why he's doing a show, Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts, right now without us. But the reason I, I changed it was because of the fact that even if I don't own the name, I pay for the SoundCloud every month. And I'm looking like there's no way in hell I'm going to be paying for something that you are going to now use to talk about me or the shit on me or the show or us, me and Playboy. There's like, there's no way. So I'm not going to kill the subscription because I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe, maybe you'll talk to me and we'll get it together, but I'm not, but I'm not going to allow you to sit there and put something out that's shitty towards us. And it's and on top of that, not even just shitty towards us. It's not a DMST product period. It's not what we've worked on. We've been doing this for too long. It's not what we do. I changed the passwords. I guess that's what set him off. And so I guess that's what led to the to the to the message on Monday with all the with all the the name callers and, and all the, the bitches and everything else that I supposedly am and gays and facts and everything else that I supposedly am. Um but I'll live with that. I really will I'll live with that. So I'm gonna wrap this because this doing it longer than I want than I really wanted it to go. I'm only doing this 
ultimately at the end of the day because I still got a voice. Like I really do still got a voice. I I love this podcast and shit way too much to sit here and just be like, oh, well, it's going to be a loss. Yeah, it's it's going to be a loss no matter what. Again, somebody's going to listen to this and they're going to be like, oh, well, yeah, brainstorms petty. He, you know, he, he maybe he is a bitch or whatever. And they may take that attitude. Um, and again, on top of that, if the words that was directed towards me on Monday are any indication of how you truly feel, then if that was directed towards me on Monday, who knows what the fuck is being said about me on any type of conversation that you're having with any type of any other podcast that we've been cool with. So this is my only voice. So I decided to do this and put this out there. Um, and then secondly, just because something had to be said at some point, I can't fight it. I, I can't say don't do a show on the video feed. I can't. And I'm guessing, you know, he's going to do what he got to do to still put a show out there. You know, it's funny to me that 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 in a message or whatever. And even on the video last week, I was called selfish or I was called or I was, it was meant that I was, you know, it was implied that I'm jealous and, and, and I want to be a star. And it's not. And it's just like it's so far from the truth. I just wanted to, I just wanted a good show. I really just wanted a good show. It's so far from the truth. But. You can say that, but it's been two weeks and nobody has heard from me and nobody has heard from Playboy. Like we haven't put anything out there, no statements, no no recordings, no nothing. We haven't put anything out there, but the only person that's doing something selfishly right now is you. You're only one. You're the only person sitting there still saying, "I'm going to do a show and I'm going to do this." You're the only person calling people in from out of town and still coordinating shit or whatever this that to do a show. Like literally, you're the only one. But I'm selfish and I'm jealous, so I don't want this to be like okay. This shit fell apart because Brainstorm was doing this. No, Brainstorm hasn't been doing anything. Brainstorm just shows up and record a show every single week and edit the show and put it out there. That's all I do. This ain't about me right now. In life, things come to a point where you got to stop blaming other motherfuckers for shit. Like, I'm sick of sitting here and listening to shit and, 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 and stuff gets blamed on everybody else as far as why this aspect of your life is shitty and why that aspect of your life is shitty and whatever else. These aspects of your life are shitty because you do shitty shit to people because you're a shitty motherfucker. And I'm pretty much tired of all of that shit, period. And I don't regret saying that at all. I mean, you know what's one of the funniest things about the whole day? You know, sitting there watching, I guess, about a couple minutes of the live feed. is you and your clown ass. Like, you know, it's. You sitting there wearing a hashtag team no bad shirt. Now, that line is from one of our earlier shows, um, I guess, about a few months back when we had a guest on T-Shirt Mama. And after she did our show, she um, made a T-shirt and hashtag Team No Bad and started selling it. But your dumbass was sitting here so butthurt about the whole shit. She ain't show no love. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that I came up with that. You know what I'm saying? You know, yada, 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 this and that and the third. And I sat there and said, I believe when our guest Jerry was here, one of our um, loyal listeners, I think it was after the show when she was here that we talked about it some then. But it was just. Legally, we got no rights to this. It might have been said on our show and this and that. Would it have been great for her to show us some love and be like, OK, well, when I sat down on this show, this is something that we talked about or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know how you do it. But, yeah, that would have been nice. But I wasn't going to be fucking butthurt about the shit like you was. I mean, I think to the point that you contacted one of our previous guests, too, whose father is a lawyer to see, oh, well, what can I do? And it's not when it's like, again, I already told you, dumbass, we don't have any legal right to a line that was said on the show. But you so butthurt about it. Even up to the point that two weeks ago, when MTV was here. 
I think it was almost like a running joke during the day because he was sitting here that day with a teen no back shirt on. Not your clown ass that ran out and bought a shirt. Why? Because it promotes you. And that's all you are about. I'm the selfish one. But it's all that you're about is promoting you. So you'll shit on somebody. But then when it's convenient for you, you'll go ahead and and, and make whatever piece you got to make or, or do what you got to do to promote yourself. I don't respect that and I don't respect your ass right now. So for me. Again, it's just my voice being able to say what I wanted to say. This is just part one. Um, there'll probably be a part two at some point in time. That's pretty much all I got to say right now. Um, once again, my number's been the same since 2002. My address ain't changed. You're here every single week to do a show. You, It's pretty easy to find me. If I'm that much of a bitch and everything else, shouldn't be a problem to find me and roll up on me or to pick up the phone to call me. Shouldn't be that much of a problem because shouldn't be that much to handle, right? It is what it is. Um, I'm at 50 minutes. I'm going to end this shit. This is part one. I'll catch y'all soon. This is not the end of Brainstorm. I love y'all. Thank y'all for supporting us throughout this whole year and a half plus process. We'll keep it moving. Peace.